Yeah, it's a nigga being at Morning Smoke, episode three. Got a dope friend on, got a dope guest, got a dope motherfucking creative on. His name is Don Smith. Who you the dig? Fuck, who the fuck is Don Smith? What's the word, man? Thanks for having me. Man, appreciate you coming on. My nigga Don, he's from Harlem. Met him last year, actually this year. And man, shit's been crazy ever since. We've just been grinding, figuring mm. out this process. Just been going. Tell, tell us about yourself, Don. <sighs> um, I'm uptown, raised, um, Harlem, Wash Heights, spent some time in the Bronx, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, uptown is my flavor. That's my music. That's my art, my style, everything. Um, I'm a full-time musician and uh, audio engineer on the side, and I... Working video, direct video, edit video. Like, I, just, I didn't even know, bro. Like, when I met you this year, I didn't even know you did all that. I did. Yeah, bro, the thing is just, I have to, it's, it's, it's a lot of ways to get this music thing to pay, but nobody's explaining to you the best way to do that. Like, a lot of it is just figuring it out, and I think, I think it's just, also, the nature of living in New York City, like you mm -hmm. have to know how to hustle and grind. Yeah, yeah. You have to have multiple streams of income. Um, so you got to have multiple hustles at the same time in order to just stay afloat. I'm not even talking to like be good. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's cool to be a full time artist, but I got to eat. So Marissa, had, um, when she was like, "Yo, do you mind if Don comes out and film?" I was like, "Yeah, that's just dope." And uh, when she brought, when you came out, I was like, "I didn't know like." It was like more than just like video. for bandages. Yeah, for bandages. Like we had met for those who don't know, me and Don, we met at the bandages shoot, and like the footage he captured was fucking crazy. It was so it was just I knew then, and even Gerard commented. He said like, "Yo, he's got really good timing," mm. but like how you would cut the film, yeah, how you cut it. And I was like, "All right." Then you told me you made music, and then we would work together like the next month. Which was and that's the thing, bro. It's like people meet me depending what they meet me through. Some people meet me as Don the engineer. Some people meet me as Don, the videographer. Some people meet me as Don, the musician. So depending how you meet me, I feel like it's always a surprise to hear that I do the other things, mm -hmm. you know? Um, my passion, obviously, is music, is making music, writing music, recording music. But I think everybody needs an engineer. There's like a million rappers, there's a million producers, but everybody needs a you good engineer. You though, right? I used to. I kind of stepped back from that to focus on writing and, and, and like songwriting and and um and rapping and stuff like that. And I'm glad I did. I feel like I'm I like producing, you know, making beats. But I think I've seen um, a lot of progress putting most of my energy into uh, just writing songs versus also trying to produce them. Oh, any of your projects that you have out or even coming out, have you rapped over any of your any of your of your own beats? Yeah, uh, my last project and my first official project, actually, um, Who is Don Smith Volume 2. Uh -huh. I produced maybe three, four joints on there, Yeah, I think. Um, which ones? I did R3, which is me and Flo Kennedy. Um, I did Paradigm, mm -hmm. which is me and Big Dog. Uh, I feel like there was one more that I did. Oh, and Offense. It's me, Spitter, and Cardio. That's that's one of my favorite joints right there. But yeah, I um it's crazy. Those beats like only paradigms paradigms the only one that I made during making that like that project. 
all the other beats were like two, three years old. Damn. Yeah, and I just, just kind of like, I touched them up. That was that. Damn. Yeah. I, I tried to learn how to produce over the summer, but I just, I don't know. It just. Don't do it, bro. Really? Yeah. I think. Um, Why is that? Beyond just knowing you personally, like if I didn't really know much about you and I knew that you were just a full-time musician, full-time artist, um, I think sometimes when people are doing that part of it for super long and then they try to learn how to uh, produce and make beats, I think sometimes it's counterproductive. It's cool to have it like an understanding, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A better understanding of, of sonics and things like that. That's cool. But as far as putting your energy and your time into making beats... Every day now, alongside trying to write, you know, write music, write songs for yourself, I think it's, um, I think they can compete a lot. And then also, you know, if I if I have a, a project that I produce most of the songs on and I rap on all of them, uh -huh. a lot of those songs are going to sound the same because I'm making the beats for myself. And that's what I found and that's why I needed to step back from producing because I felt like I was making the same songs over and over, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Damn, I I was thinking the same when I was whenever I was learning. I'm like, is this what I should be spending my time doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not making as much music because it's I don't know. Like the, I'm, it's nothing but the learning curve, but it's just time. You know, utilizing your time, maximizing why you know every time you step into the booth. I I was watching a video. I forgot who it said who said it, but somebody said Eminem treats the studio like it's a nine to five. Like takes his lunch, takes a break. Yeah, where it's nine to five. Yeah, and, and goes home. Yeah. Um. I feel like lately I've kind of been doing the same. I think that helps me uh, remember to eat and to like take care of my body and do normal human things because I feel like I'm so obsessed with music sometimes. Being an audio engineer and writing my own music, like sitting in front of the speakers, two hours can turn to four hours, four hours can turn to eight, and I won't eat, I won't shower, I won't, you know what I'm saying? I won't respond to text and... I think it's important to like, even though it's your passion, it's still your job. Yeah. I'm still feeding myself from this particular job. So like, I think when I start to treat it like a nine to five, so to speak, it becomes more like a, um, I don't know. I'm just able to uh, not drown in it. You know, you don't want to drown in anything. In case of respect there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a respect level. You have to, you can't, you can't underestimate rest and sleep. And water. And water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Health. Uh, you know? A peace of mind, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. What about the videos? How much time would you say you spend with like a month in videos? It's different. When I, um, a couple years ago when I decided to be a full-time artist and quit my, like my main job, I was working overnight at a hotel doing finance. <laughs> <laughs> so you good with numbers? Uh, I, I hope so, for their sake. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, it was it was a good gig because it was overnight, and you know I had eight hours to myself in a, in a small private hotel, um, in Manhattan, to like so I would bring my my laptop to work and like make beats and edit videos at work and stuff like that. But yeah. long story short, when I when I quit that job to decide to start doing music full time, I was like, okay, obviously people aren't buying my music enough for me to be paying my rent off this. So how can I? What are other hustles that I can do? Um, and I knew I could video edit. I knew I could pick up a camera and shoot. So at that time, I was shooting videos and editing videos for people and directing videos for people just to pay rent. Mm -hmm. So I was not being super picky about what I was shooting for people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A couple years later now, I feel like 
because I was doing that to develop a catalog so that if I want to get video jobs in the future, it'd be easier to showcase my work. Now it's like I can be a little bit more choosy and picky about what projects I want to um, give my time and my energy to because now it's like my my name, my brand name, Don Smith, it, it represents something now um, based off of the jobs that I've done before. So I feel like I need to be careful about what bricks I'm adding to that castle, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I so, fuck with you as I fuck with you as a director and a, as a videographer. I think it's I think you do don't work. Yeah, we got a good one in, man. Ambrosia, crazy like that shit is crazy. I knew, I just knew though. I knew. I I told Monica like after the shoot, I was like, this was a hard shoot, and I I say and not hard, but hard enough to where you gotta do more than you like, you gotta especially yeah. at our level we can't we can't just be the artist unfortunately yeah you wanna be just the artist show up to the shoot with your glasses on sitting back drinking your tea right and, right. and you're hitting you're hitting your vape smoking your weed and then they call you ready scene one but unfortunately bro you gotta do so much work and that shit was work but yeah, it, it was, was worth it though it was worth it you know it. I, I think the cool thing about that video is like and at moments, it feels like we had a whole team. Like, as a viewer, like, watching it, it looks like we had a whole team help put certain things together. In that How many video. people were you think? It was, like, five, six people? On crew? Yeah. Probably, like, yeah, four, five, six, something like that. Um, and, you know, the extras were helping out and stuff like that, yeah. which is awesome, you know. But to this day, like... I mean, the video came out, what, a month ago, two months ago? Yeah, a yeah. Like month and a half ago, yeah. So many people who've been watching my videos for years say that this is my best video. For real? Yeah, bro. For, for sure. real? For sure, for sure. <laughs> That's real real stuff right there. Yeah, people say that about the song, too, so I think... I felt like that about the song when you first brought the song to me um, at my studio. What about that song? What is it? It just... Uh, it made me feel different than the other songs made me feel. There was one other song that sounded similar. It might have been also produced by Dez. Mm -hmm. But this song just gave me butterflies, so to speak. And it's a mixture of the production, the way you attacked the production as well. It's also a very simple song to digest. Like, it's short. It's like a minute and change. It's fun. Everybody I've showed that video to has also asked me, yo, who's the artist? Which is cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's fire. So I think that there's a there's a nice harmony going on between the visuals and the audio there. So yeah, man, we got we got to get another one in. Yeah, for sure. And so sharks and narks. That was um, I'm I'm just happy I'm just happy you're available for that. So I think it's gonna be mm -hmm. it's gonna be like a wrap up. It's gonna since we met in January and I worked with Vicky and uh, Gerard and and Annie. I a lot of those people for the first time that that shoot. I feel like this could really take it there. Yeah. I I think I think it can take it there for real. It's a nice uh a nice wrap up like you said to to the decade. To the decade. Right. Bro, to the decade. For Wait, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Wait so. till they see the behind the scenes footage. That's really like the goal of it just to make something that looks good. Right, because yeah. I, people can't appreciate the whole thing without seeing the whole thing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. People think they see the whole thing, but they don't really see the whole thing. Unless you make video, you don't really see the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So when they when you can put the side by side, it's like having footnotes. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, <laughs> so this is what the, this is what's really happening. Yeah, exactly. Like, what? Exactly. Like mind blown. I think that um, 
Yeah, I, I think that it's gonna have to happen. It's gonna have to happen. Yeah, man, for sure. Man, I'm excited to see how the last video we did tables. I'm, I'm yo. By the way, I didn't never, I never told you, but you snapped on that shit. Oh, I appreciate it, man. I, uh, you mean on on the song or on the like the song? Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's a uh, that was one of my favorite joints. I've been holding on to that since like last December. I remember you performed that at the show downtown. Air Force. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. So that's where I heard it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to to Radimus and Zumo. Um, that's a uh, that was one of my favorite joints for sure this year that I did and um, the video I think is coming out dope. But we finished shooting it, but it's it's being edited now. You still gonna put it out this year? That's the goal. But you this know, year, it's um. What's it doing? You just never know. You never know. Sometimes people, uh, I, w- I might not get it in time. You know, the rollout with everything else might not be done. Because I, I can't just let stuff go. Like I might, I might have it done, but I might need a month to send it out and get feedback from everybody I need to get feedback from, unfortunately. I might be ready to go by January 1st, but the, the world around me might not be ready until February 17th. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like the rollout you did with Grim. That was... Yeah. That was good. That was good. You from like the the table with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You you had a lot of you had a lot of material for it. You, you did it right. You did you. Yeah. You did it right. That you, was that was fun. <laughs> that was fun looking back on that. I think uh, I only put two songs out this year, and this was my most successful streaming year. And that song, like, the way the rollout was set up, definitely helped that. I think. Because you turn one song into a, a three-month campaign or a four-month campaign, I feel like definitely incre- you know, increases your streaming numbers, um, the amount of people that hear, hear your music. You learn how to spend your money more wisely. Right. Things like that. That's crazy. That you only, So when do you record uh, the, the, the first song you put out this year? I, I know I've got the song in my head. Bobby Weave. I, I just see you in the, in the, in the hall. <laughs> uh, I remember. I remember. I came to the um, to the rele- to the release for that. You did. You did. I, did. I felt. Uh, damn. I'm, that was a rough night because I fell asleep on the train that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a long ride. Yeah. When do you, yeah, you already know. When yeah. do you uh, when do you record that record though? I recorded that record in wow last October, last November. And what about Grim? Probably the same time. All right. Okay. 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 Same up until Sauce, then Sensei, which I hate Sensei. I hate, I hate. Why do you hate Sensei? The song is not what I'm going. I. It's not. It's just not it. It's not it. It's like, sound like Kids Bob. And I was doing that. Only did this song because I wanted to collab with Live Like Davis. To expand upon new fans. I think, how often do you feel like we do that? Do like, you know? co- like, put stuff out because we want to achieve a certain thing, yeah. and then a couple months later look back and be like, yeah, that like I wish I didn't do that. Too or, much. But yeah, you know, you learn. And I, I said, I, I can't, I can't do that. I just yeah. If you didn't do that, you wouldn't have learned to not do it again. Then same with Lil B. Mm. Right, so I just feel like those two. So it was, Ambrosia was just. It was more than just like a fire video to me. It was just a breath of fresh air, and it was solo. Like now, like all the a lot of the music I'm dropping is just solo. It's just I mm. feel like now that with me was a moment where I can I could be me. Yeah, 
I feel like I can just I can be me again. Yeah, I hear that. But um, yeah, going going from um, what I was saying was that what that was I recorded all that music I put out this year, last year. So like we're hearing this year, fans your fans have heard twenty eighteen dying. Right, right. I know. That's crazy. Bro, this song's... <laughs> Listen, man. I I released two songs this year in total, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I literally live in my studio. Yeah. So I built a studio in my crib to, you know, minimize the cost, obviously, of being a full-time artist. Right. Um, but also so that I can... Uh, have full control in most situations of what my stuff sounds like. Yeah. And also the volume of stuff that I'm recording. So I have like a vault of music. Some that like I have plans to release in 2020, 2021, who mm-hmm. knows? And some that's just practice. It's just batting practice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're just putting shots up to see what sticks and, and what doesn't. But Some will never see the light of day. It's I, crazy, bro, how your fans literally listen to an outdated version of you constantly. Constantly. With Brits, the exception of what? Screen. Future, Future and Drake, What a Time to Be Alive. They did it in a week and put it out, right? Yeah. I don't know how, how long they had that until they released it, but I can't imagine it was that long. It seemed like it was like they recorded it, waited a couple months to get things together, and then released it. Right. I'm trying to cut down on that time. I'm trying to. But it's important. You got to sit with the content to like really understand that you really feel like you like it because I think sometimes we convince ourselves we like our stuff, yeah. um, but it just becomes kind of like a droning thing. Yeah, it does. We keep hearing it until we don't hear it anymore. So the songs that I step back to sometimes after a year and a half and I'm like, whoa, like I was going to trash this song and I'm like, no, there's something special here. And then there's other songs that I thought were hits, and then I listened to them in two months, and I'm like, this was, I'm so glad I didn't put this out. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I feel like it's important to, to, to take your time. No, I feel that. It's, yeah, 100%. 100%. I guess what I meant with saying that is uh, I want fans to, like with the hospital shit. I went out, when I went to the hospital, I put Piss Stop out. I wanted to put Piss Stop, which is crazy though, because I took it down because of some fuck nigga shit. But anyway, with Pit Stop, I want to... You took Pit Stop down? Yeah, because I was working... I'm just going to go ahead and say, I was working with... We were working with RSG for... um, We were working with RSG so they could promote Pit Stop and put it everywhere and get on playlists and do what they did with Genetic, which is good work. But they didn't do it. They didn't didn't follow through with anything they said they were going to do. Oh, really? Yeah. And what they did do was half-ass... And we said no to take it down. So and another thing though, I like whenever you search my name on YouTube or anybody's name, any artist's name, you type the name in and the album pops up. Mm-hmm. Split screen was only five songs, and it didn't happen because of that. It's, it's considered an EP, but to get it to be considered an album, you need seven songs. So I'm just gonna add two more songs on it. And it's a pit stop. Yeah, and put it back out. When are you gonna put it back out? In three, three to four weeks. Okay, cool. Yeah, I have a meeting with Arthur, the dude I'm going to get to meet on Saturday, next week. And we're going to, us and the team, we're going to figure out how we can get Pissed Out heard to more people. Because even before we put the video out, for uh, the song for Ambrosia, we were able to get it heard thanks to Arthur. He had like Instagram ads, Facebook ads, 
he's, pretty, he's really good. He's really good with that. He knows how to target. But uh, I feel like whenever you know, whenever we do that, we can make it happen. But I, th- I just think that uh, it's got to be right. Got to be right. But with Piss Out, yeah, I just think that uh, I wanted people to hear the new sound and understand what was going on. Just give them something new, like a new chapter. But it, it is good to sit on it. New Kirk Plaza. We sitting on that one. <laughs> I think it's also. This is, to me, some of your most vulnerable work, which is what I said I liked about it. When I called you that morning to speak to to you about, you know, mm-hmm. maybe doing a video or whatever. Yeah. That's what I like about this project. So I think um, it's it's an important project. So I think it's good that you're going to be putting it back out. Yeah, it got to. Got to and, I, yeah. and I appreciate that, too. For sure. Going to put this shit back out. Um, I'm excited, <coughs> bro. You, so, you showed me some shit in the vault one day, bro. That the first video you did oh. with the homies out in Japan. I'm not gonna say names. I'm not even gonna say what it looks like. But I'm just gonna say this shit is a diamond. When, yeah. And I'm gonna ask you, when you gonna put that out? That's a great question, bro. Um, <laughs> that's a really good question. And when I know, you'll know. Nah. <laughs> when I know, you'll know. But you, don't, you don't even know right now, do you? Um, I really don't. That's cool. Uh, that's dope. It's, that's fire though. Just know. But there's, that. there's power in that. You know what I'm yeah, oh yeah, it's power not knowing how God works. You know, I, I feel Would like. Would you want to know? I used to. Would I want to know how God works? Yeah, if if if, if, I, if I had the answer right now and I could tell you what happens when you die, when you die, over there in that drawer. Yeah. Would you want to know? I would say no, but I'd, I'd probably look. You would when you open left up the room. The, you would probably die if you saw it. What do you think would honestly happen if you saw? Damn, that's some shit. So, in your drawer, in this drawer, okay, you have. Me. The secret to the, the universe. The secret to the universe. But if I open it and learn it, I die. I don't think, I mean, there's nothing saying that if you read it, you die. But just think, bro. I, I'm saying right now, if you could, if there was a way you could figure out how God worked and like how and what made the universe, uh-huh. don't you think you would just drop dead? Don't you think it's just too much power in that? Yeah. I'm saying I, mean, I wouldn't want to know. Think about it, if you did know, like somebody, if you ran to like an alien, an alien told you shit. Anytime we know too much, they get rid of us. But I'm saying, I'm now I'm not talking about a human. I'm talking like the universe would take you out, bro. Yeah, yeah. Because you ain't supposed to know. I think it happens on a lot of levels, is what I'm saying. I think it happens uh, in uh, in nature. I think it happens in socio political ways. Yeah. <laughs> I think it happens. In the galaxy, you know what I'm saying? And I think it, it would happen in that situation, too. Yeah, you don't... Damn, that's, that's crazy to think oh, about. Oh, I just heard some shit, man. Uh, so Game is one of my favorite rappers, yeah. right? Um, he just dropped his, his, his quote-unquote final album. He turned 40 Friday, dropped his album. He said some shit on there, bro. What did he say? Oh, man. Uh, he said... Uh, damn, I was listening to it on the way here. He said... Uh, if you don't know enough, you'll probably live longer. Um, if you know too much, wait, what did he say? Damn. If you don't, if you, if you don't know enough, uh, then you'll probably live long. If you know too much, then they tap in your home, something like that. And then he goes on to say about Tupac and Biggie and all this paranoia and stuff. But the concept of that, bro, is crazy. If you know too much, they will take you out. Obviously, we've seen situations like this happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, with a lot of figures in history. But think about it. You're encouraged to be a scholar your entire life. 
but only to learn the lessons that they want you to learn. So are you really a scholar? Mm. Damn. You're just doing monkey work. You know what I'm saying? Are yeah. you, or are you just, you literally just doing monkey work? You're just remembering shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you just literally remember this this many times. Remember and, this lie. And I'll give you, I'll pay you this much in salary. But do not go through door number three because everybody that goes to door number three, you know, nobody knows what happens to them. Yeah. They that's, just die. That's deep. That's fucked up, man. Yo, you know what I'm thinking, though? I don't mean to switch gears, but you know what I'm thinking, though? That'd be a fire ass movie, bro. Or yeah. even, even like a short film, like somehow to make it to where people are figuring out what happens. Starring Denzel Washington. Yeah. Almost like when they say, you ever, I don't, you ever heard the uh, the thing when they say you can't look God in his eyes? <laughs> yeah. Hell that yeah. like that. And that's what I think the answer is just, you just can't fathom it, bro. I got a song called Can't Look God in the, in the Eyes. What's that about? Um, it's two verses. First mm-hmm. song, the first verse is um, it's crazy. I haven't recorded it yet. It's something I just wrote. Um, but the first verse is like me being an egotistical rapper. You can't look God in the eyes. I'm God in this situation. Every rapper thinks they're the best rapper. So on and so forth. The mm-hmm. second verse is my insecurities as an artist and how um, I cannot look. Whoever God is, and I don't mean like the artist you look up to, yeah. right? I mean the the rubric that does not exist about how to make good music and what counts as good music, mm-hmm. you can't look it in the eyes because it can't exist. Therefore, we're forever insecure, which is why we have these facades as artists, which is why we create things in our artistry to make ourselves feel powerful and um capable of doing anything and we we create these lists and put ourselves on those lists like characters yeah because we're characters at the end of the day right we're playing a part as as an as a musician as an artist as a a figure in pop culture um but i think there's an insecurity that we have as artists that we are constantly trying to mask something otherwise we wouldn't be artists it would just be our names and we would it'd be our social security numbers and people would be paying for my government name music. They wouldn't be paying for Don Smith. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what the song's about. So it's funny you, you asked me that. Damn. That's deep. That's, that's deep for real. I fuck with that though. I fuck with that for real. I think, I honestly, that, though, I think 2020, man, I think 2020 is going to do exactly what it said, man. It's going to bring more clarity to a lot of shit though. I think a lot of answers we have in our lives and just how we've been moving, I think a lot of shit will be answered. Yeah. I, I think shit will reveal itself. So, you, you you believe, like, the universe is working? Yeah. You asked me this before. You asked me this uh, a couple months ago. About, like, a Before I went to shit? L.A., you asked me this. I did? Where was it? Um, it was leading up to shooting the video that I have with Ro, with Richard Velli. What happened? You dropped a song called The Universe Is Working, uh-huh. right? Or was it a project? It was a song. It was yeah. a song. Because I asked you about the album art. Yeah, you came over and we that. spoke about it here, I think. It's your house yeah, or at my at house. The, at the computer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we had a conversation, and I said, yeah, that's the thing. Like, most of it's out of your control. There's a small percentage that's in your control. Um, it's you have to do your best to... If there's 3% that the universe is giving us to take care of, 
do your best to do the whole 3%. Yeah. Don't just do 1% and then bullshit the other two. Because at the end of the day, like, it, you only get 3%. You know what I'm saying? Universe is still doing the other 97. But yeah, everything was here before we got here. You know what I'm saying? So we're just players in the game. You know what I'm saying? Life is not about be not. It's not about Don Smith. Life is about itself. We just have to contribute to that. So I think the universe has its own agenda. What you think? Yeah, I think it's like an algorithm. <coughs> okay. I think it's like a. I really think it's a code. So what I think. But what if it was? What if we're on a hard drive? I mean, we gotta be on a hard drive. I don't think I can't think of another way it doesn't exist that we're not on a hard drive. How? Okay. Like what? What makes it a hard drive? We're just data. Everything is data. Which means it can fail, it can corrupt. It can be traded to other hard drives. Or just, it's so hard to explain this because it's just, okay, you got the universe, and then you like zoom out. So what's on the outside of the universe? It's almost like we're in a program. It's just, mm. maybe we're not. Like a simulation. Yeah, I, I, I like a simulation. Or even if, we're, even if it's... Or in somebody's brain, it's, it's just data. I would just with nothing, because when your light, when your eyes see shit, it just it's just seeing data, right? In whatever way that you process that data. Yeah, and it's it's, just, it's all up, weird. Man. It's just it's all weird. And Adam, it's just I don't know. I really think that we're we're on a hard drive somewhere. Maybe, maybe not. It's so crazy, like to think spend time thinking about that is like and think about if you knew the answer like if I could uh, tell you that you bro if I could tell you like yo here is the creator this and is, show me too yeah, and like, show, but it show you and actually like but it, even better there's actually like a blueprint and there's actual documentation <laughs> and you gotta plug it in your, and I gave you a thumb drive would you go home and plug it in yeah I have to they're gonna kill me who the universe <laughs> that's whoever's hard drive it is Gonna, I couldn't gonna, do it. They're going to put me in the trash bin. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, you say that, but, bro, curiosity is one of the strongest feelings. Like, one of the strongest. So, if, but you know that I believe in God. So, you know God wouldn't like that. God would. That thing, that's, I think that would be one of the worst sins, looking up the code to the universe. Yeah. But, uh, Yeah. Imagine. I don't know, man. That's just deep, ain't it? I feel like... That's a fucking movie. My grandfather always told me, uh, don't learn too much. That's what he told me before he died. He said, the reason he has dementia and Alzheimer's is because he learned too much. So his brain failed. He put too many things in there. So applying that to this is scary. Because I want to learn everything. I told you. I, That's what I mean. You would die, bro. Your yeah, brain is like literally. Like, your brain can't handle that. If your, somebody didn't take me out for knowing, like if the FBI didn't take me out, the FBI of the universe, then I would probably just die on my own because it's too much. But I'd probably still plug in the, the flash drive. <laughs> I'd probably still plug it in. Bro, that's a movie. I think if a movie like that is to be made, it can't be made like The Ring. Where if you play this, you die. You, know, you ever seen that movie? No. You know, have you, you know the premise though. You, like you play a tape and you see the rings and. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I haven't watched that in a while. But you know, like it can't be like that. It can't. 
I'm thinking about like the movie now. How do you portray everything? This whole conversation we had, and put that in a movie. That'd be crazy, right? Yeah, man. Yo, so any new projects you got coming out? Anything you want the people to know? Yeah, uh, I got this project coming out with the, this producer named Zumo. Um, he made tables. He made table. Uh, me and Radimus. Um, he got. We did like. We got a whole a whole little project that we putting it together. Uh, actually, after this podcast, I'm probably gonna go to his his crib and um, work on some stuff with him. But yeah, we got something coming, um, and it's you know, it's a nice return to home in terms of the people that listen to Don Smith for the, the sound that um, I initially started with. Mm-hmm. Not that it's changed. It's just I, like I said, I only put out two songs this year and. They were both departures from what people originally had come to me to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this will be very refreshing, um, a nice refreshing uh, return to the sound that you know made people ask, "Who is Don Smith?" Um, but I'm really excited about this project. I've been working on it for a while, and it's fun. That's the number one thing. I think something. One of my boys, uh, RVD, he's been telling me, "All oh, your music is serious." You know, like. It's not a bad thing, but, like, all your music is serious. Like, I can't have fun listening to music. I have to, like, listen. You know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, everybody wants to make hits and blah, blah, blah. But I think that influenced some of the songs I put out this year and how they sonically were tailored, where they were sonically made. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but it worked, though. It hey, did. Espe- and I, especially. And I don't regret it. But Bob and we, yeah. bro. I do not regret it. It's just, you know... Um, you live, you you try things out so that you learn from them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, that was definitely an experience that I learned from because people are going to fuck with Don Smith for Don Smith. Yeah. Not for what Don Smith is trying to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People want to hire you for a job because you have a unique skill that none of the applicants do. It's not because... In the the skills that they're looking for, you excel in all of them. That's not why you're getting hired. You're getting hired because of that one skill that none of them have. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So um, I think it's going to be really great to to return back to uh, sonically to some of the stuff that is more influenced by the, my earlier work. Just being you. Yeah, and it's it's from a dope producer. The entire tape, he produced the entire thing. Um, it's a, it's do a lot of do sounds. If I like table. Can I inspect it like the whole tape? Yeah, man. Sound like Uptown. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds exactly how it's supposed to sound. Sound like it feels like a gray brim Yankee fitted. Okay. Yeah. And that's that. I'm on the lookout for it. We all on the lookout for it. Yes, sir. You can expect more work from Don and I. Twenty twenty. Yes. I Yeah. You ain't seen In the nothing. next decade. You ain't you ain't we were just learning this year. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> right, right. We were just learning. Yo, appreciate you once again, bro. I appreciate you. Keep killing shit. And uh, we're going to keep it real. It's a nigga being a dope. For sure.